Welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows about a week ago. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Sarah J. What up? Manny Fontaine. Yes, sir. All right. We're a little late. We have a lot to talk about today. I, I want to. I honestly will hope that everything I bring up, we give some time to breathe. Because sometimes I'll be like, "Yo, we got a lot to talk about," and then we'll be done under an hour. But yeah, yeah. Let's get into Jim Jones. I want to work backwards. We start. We, we're late. Um, dude at my job was out sick, and I just did like four days of eleven-hour shifts. It's a lot. It's a lot. So that's why we're we're a little late. And I'm gonna make the executive decision. You guys don't know this yet, but. We aren't going to be discussing the weekends, Don FM, or Gunners, Drip Season 4. We'll save that for Sunday's podcast. Just give us some things to talk about because we just got a lot of stories. And at least the weekend, that that's the topic. It's not like we can just be like, oh, yeah, I like that album. It's kind of cool. So we'll start off with Jim Jones, who when we were, I think, in between like the last, when we did our wrap-up, like he has this good news where he has saved a person's life. I don't know if you guys saw he had uh he performed CPR and he's like, I learned CPR when I was 12 and he saved this man's life. And before we can get done celebrating what a courageous and a brave act he did, he jumped on lip service. Like, what did your mom tell you about sex when you were she young? She told me everything about sex. Like what? Me my, my first condoms, shit like that. My mom told me how to kiss when I was younger. What did she tell you to do? <laughs> she told me how to tongue kiss when I was younger. Like, like, what's the instructions? It wasn't no instructions. She showed me with her mouth. Like, she... She kissed you? It's my mother. No, nah, I'm just... Okay. I love my it. My parents never... My parents kissed me... Barely kissed me on the cheek. No, so my mom I just... Stopped she kissing showed my me how to, She showed me how to tongue kiss when I was younger. Remember, my mom's was 17. She's a baby. Look she, at all the babies yeah, that's having babies now. Sure. With Angela Yee. And... The conversation got to tongue kissing for some reason. And he said his mom taught him how to tongue kiss. And Angela Yee was like, all right, so what were the instructions? And he said, there weren't no instructions. She taught me with her mouth. And yeah, people were taking it. The record crashed like a lover. Yeah. When he saw that, I'm like, see your shit, though. I know you want to no, no, finish no, the no, story. No, no, no. You you can jump right in. Go ahead. When I when I, like okay, listening to this, I was like, the women around him weren't shocked enough, and I'm not like you should be really you should be really shocked when somebody says their mama put their tongue in their child's mouth and show them how to in a paw because Angela Yee said my parents don't you know they barely give me a, the, the cheek. And he tried to say, yo, that's my mother. What you, what you talking about? That's my mom. And this is the wildest part to me. Well, that is the wildest part. The second wildest part to me is he tried to come back and said it was a joke. And I said, yeah. I would have never, we would have, first of all, we would have no. never left that conversation without me saying like, I'm, man, I'm a, yeah, my mom didn't put a tongue in my mouth. I hope y'all don't think that happened. And if and it would with and I would have said y'all might want to edit that <laughs> like y'all, y'all might want to take that part out you know because I I forgot because I would have said I forgot to say it was a joke I don't want you people thinking what? it was this, real I know but it's the funniest thing about people is we don't know something's wrong until we say something out loud to the world about like our parent how our parents did or something like that so he didn't know it was really wrong. Until that shit flowed out. He really did not know. Like, it was just like, what the fuck? 
And like nobody's commenting on it though. That's how it was, much respect they have for Jim Jones. No, Nobody was it you? Was it you, John? You were like, man. Now that I've now that Jim Jones made this comment, I remember him on Love and Hip Hop and how his mom was acting. It all makes sense now. Yeah, his mom was super yeah, overprotective. Yeah, and, she and was. then she tried to say, "Yo, I, well, he was his thing was like my mom was seventeen when she had me. It was babies having babies, blah blah." And then Mama Jones jumped on shade room and said. I understand my tongue in my son's mouth, you know, because I'm not a nasty mother. She said, I told him to stick his tongue out. I stuck my tongue out, and I guess it was distance, and I took, and I was like, what? Wait, so you want to be overprotective of your son, but then teach him how to get women the right way? Or what you, in a sexual way? I don't, listen, it was, it was, it was wild. It was wild. I mean, I don't, (laughs) listen, Jimmy, Jim Jones, is funny. I'm not gonna say he's not funny, but he's not funny on purpose. So if he's trying no, to say that's no. a joke, that's not how he do jokes. He funny like like yo, why this clown ass nigga do some shit like that? And then you just laughing because yeah. he's just straight laced with it. You think it's funny? No, his weather reports were funny. Yeah, but he wasn't like it yeah. was just like I'm giving you the weather. It's funny because it's Jim Jones giving you the weather. It's not like weather, yeah. let me put the punchline yeah. and then I'm gonna sit. This is my setup for the joke. It doesn't do that. And then um uh before we started recording, uh, he was on Hot 9-7 and they asked him about Freddie Gibbs and it was like, man, you like, you saving lives. You were, you fought Freddie Gibbs. He's like, I did not fight anybody at Prime 112. I don't know how that started. So they said, well, it was Ebro and Rosenberg. They said, well, let's get into it. What's this beef with Freddie Gibbs you have? With you and Freddie, Freddie Gibbs or is that just internet bullshit? Freddie who? What's his name? Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. He's a rapper. Grammy nominated. He, he has. He's. He's a Grammy nominated. Yeah, it's Grammy nominated Gibbs. Now, why would a person that put in a Grammy want a problem with capital? I don't. It don't matter. <laughs> like, don't. And here's your sure shot. Your sure shot, Manny. If you ain't listen to this, he said, "Um, Freddie, who? Who's this Freddie guy?" And I was like, "That let me know y'all got beef. When you do the oh, Freddie, yeah. who? Who is this? I'm not. I'm not. I wish him well." Uh, why would he? Well, if he want, if he Grammy nominated, why would he have beef with Capo? It's all, fam. I'm not going for the banana jail bite. I'm surprised Freddie Gibbs ain't jump all over this story. I'm gonna keep it a buck. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised. He got a track about it or something. He gonna say something. He gonna say something about this. It's gotta. It's gotta be coming out. It's gotta be coming out. There were some other things in that. Um, in that, and I think it was the same interview where. Uh, was it that one with Jim Jones that talked about they got to talk about Jay-Z? And uh he said, in his honest opinion, that Drake is the only competition for Jay-Z in a versus, right? Before mm-hmm. we go too far in that, did y'all see Kodak Black called out Jay-Z for versus? It says, if I lose, you can have my whole catalog. You yeah, I seen it and I ignored it. <laughs> All right, hold on. Wait. Yeah, he letting that little he letting that little super gremlin song go to his head or something. He- who I see, you know, oh, Corday. You. I was like, who I see just yeah, Corday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but listen, Kodak Black, stay in the news. Kodak Black, you, we, we, I'm, try, I'm trying to do a better job of keeping track of things. Kodak Black is in the running for like wildest of the year. That that uh, video I sent y'all of him at the hockey game getting twerked on by, um, I believe her name is Essence. It's a she's an up and coming rapper in. I don't know if she signed to him or what's going on. I just know that there's an IG story of him listening to her. And he was saying, I don't even listen to girl rappers, but she hard as hell. She's going to be the next out. And I'm like, not with you fucking her. 
Like every, it's yeah. hard for these rap dudes to be like, "Yo, she bad. I want to sign her." And then remember, Rick Ross was on Breakfast Club. Like, I can't sign women because I want to fuck them. I was like, "Fam, what are you? Yeah, why did you mess up the money? That was wild. Mess up the money that like wild. that." But before we leave, we got we got to stay on Drake a little too, since Jim Jones thinks Drake would be the best for Ho. This house. Did anybody ask Jim Jones about marrying Chrissy? No, mm, no, nah, nah, we got to be done. It's been over like what twelve years. What are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. What's that? I guess it's not he, a question. No, no we, somebody asked him last year, and he snapped on him. Like, yo, don't ask me that. Worry about your marriage. Like, so people like realize, like, you can't be asking the same question for twelve years. You can't. You, true, true. you probably got to have the attitude of, I can't care. I can't care more about if y'all gonna get married than y'all do. So, like, if y'all do, y'all yeah. don't. Um. So Drake, this hot sauce story. Woman claims to have had. A night of passion with Champagne Poppy. After said night, uh, well, after said session, she went into the garbage can to go look for the condom, poured condom into her vagina because she was uh, wanted to get pregnant, and said that Drake put hot sauce in the condom. Um, Wait, she got out the garbage though. Yes. Well, how do you know they just weren't eating like fish or something? Hot sauce like got thrown into the garbage. Well, according to her. This is the stupidest story. Drake says the yeah. hot sauce kills the sperm. So this one, and I, the funniest thing is, I remember a long time ago, Luke from Two Live Crew, Uncle Luke, was on an episode of Adam Carolla. A long time ago, pop his podcast, Adam Carolla Show. Uh, Adam was, Carolla was amazing, and he uh. was talking about like, yo, make sure you flush the condom because women will go and try to get the sperm and blah, blah. And Adam Carolla's mind was blown that he thought women would do this. He's like, yeah, they would do. They would try to get that sperm and try to get pregnant, blah, blah. So so she put this story out there. Drake responds with uh, an Instagram picture and a caption that says, enjoy your 15 minutes while I enjoy the rest of the 23 hours and 45 minutes. And everybody's like, oh, he's talking about this, blah, blah. Drake is out here playing 4D chess. He, I, first of all, I don't believe he did this shit. Even if he did, like, where is he keeping the hot sauce at? Yeah, that's what I said. Did he have like a little hot sauce packet? <laughs> Does he like, in a holster? He a hot sauce packet. Yeah, just open it up. He got like one of Popeye hot sauce bags, like a little. He ordered it one. with the room service. You guys, like, come on now. Bring, right, yo, yeah, yo, make right. sure you bring. All right, Manny Fontaine, what is your hot sauce of choice? You, I you, like red hot. I'm red a red hot guy. I'm a Louisiana yeah. guy, but Sarah has. Co- I like both of them, but I, I you know, I still, I would go with the red hot. But Sarah has uh, converted me to Chalua. That's what it's called. Right? Yeah, Chalua is flame. Yeah, yeah, I got the little um, the wooden little circle <laughs> to let yeah, you know yeah, it's quality. Know, yeah. <laughs> okay. What y'all think about this though? Y'all just thought like it was just. I, listen, too wild to I'm, be I'm not, I can't. It's it's a wild. Here's the here's the double wild part is it is so wild on the surface you don't think it's true. But then you're like, why did she tell us this happened? <laughs> like, because yeah. she looked more dumb in the story. Like, was she trying to get the people to think that, oh, Drake's an asshole. Why was he putting hot sauce in the condom? He know this little girl trying to, but he said I'm too sexy to go unprotected. So she knew. Yeah. You heard the song. Well, clearly yeah, he ain't too sexy. He has a kid. But not no more. He, he learned his lesson. He learned yeah, he Drake. Did. Drake's still out here having sex with people he don't trust. Yeah, that's, isn't that wild? Isn't that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest conversation of it all. Like, like you really out here having sex with women that are like beneath you, truthfully, because this woman is trying to trap you. You, you out here having sex with demons? Like, yo, this is crazy. 
That's the, yeah, like, that's, that's just crazy to me. Like, yo. That's what Could I, you imagine somebody going to the trash to try to set you up after sex? You know, like, this is crazy. Like, yo. <laughs> I couldn't imagine it. He should have flushed it, though. Why didn't he flush it? Yeah, if the story is true, you're right. Why didn't you just flush it? I mean, I'm pretty sure you were in a, a nice suite. If I'm that serious, I might as well keep it with me. I might as well put it in my pocket now. Fair, all right. I might as well try to put it in my real, pocket. Real talk. What's the longest you kept a condom on? You know, people, you fall, you fall asleep with the condom on sometimes, you know. Hold on. I was going to mix keep, it on the ride home. Come on. Like, I, I'm like, going to keep oh, it in the back. I don't know how long it was, but there was one time where. Um, I had to go use the bathroom and I was about to pee and forgot that it was on. I was like, oh shit, this is gonna fill up. <laughs> I had to pull that shit off. Like, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> Yo. That's crazy. I hear what you said. That's why. <laughs> Yo, I really had to pull that joke off quick, man. I was like, oh, hold on, man. I almost, I almost yeah. peed on myself. That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> we gotta talk about Kanye West. Um, Manny Fontaine, but you have any thoughts on his new his new boo, Julie? What's her name? Julia Fox. That's the one that we read. That's the yeah, one we read. Up, man, they 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 landed on too thick. I don't know what's going. On. If y'all, what's more real, the hot sauce story or this relationship? <laughs> Let's keep it. Oh a buck. yeah, they both are both crazy. They both are crazy. Yo, they that take story was just so unbelievable. Oh, Kanye got off the plane. Yo, she was like, Kanye got off the plane at six, and then he met our date at seven. And then we was up there, and we made a photo shoot, and people were clapping. And somebody put up a video of just people eating. Like nobody cared what y'all was doing. What are you talking yeah. about? And, and then, they were rooting us on. Yeah, and then, and then uh, we go back to the hotel. He has all my clothes, clothes out laid there. Out. I was like Kanye want to be. He don't want to be nobody, man. He want to be a stylist so bad. I was like, I was surprised. That that's not a nigga that wants a relationship. That's a nigga that wants to control you, yo. Like, that's just, like, I don't understand why women don't look at this shit like, yo, this sounds like control. Like, this doesn't sound like a relationship. Does this sound like a man who wants a relationship? I don't understand this. Like, like, they've been dating two weeks and she made a whole blog about a date. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she had to let y'all know. Like, Meanwhile, Kim Kardashian is over there probably being the real Kim Kardashian. She having pizza and ice cream with Pete Davidson. This is probably the happiest she's been in her life. Yeah, probably. And, I don't and this chick's over here amazed because somebody <laughs> laid out clothes for her. Yeah, it might be. Oh, it's the, a little things in life. That might be something she ain't never had before. No, I don't, but, you know, Kanye, you would think that he was past that because he was with a woman who had her own money. So yeah, that wasn't impressive. Yeah, yeah but he so did like, the same thing to her. He went into Ken's closet when they first started dating and started getting rid of her stuff. He's like, no, 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 <laughs> not this. No, Man, no. I can't believe. He, uh-uh. Yeah. He's taking this designer shit way too far, yo. Could you imagine a person getting mad at everything you wear? Yeah, but the thing is, though, is now people accredit Kanye for Kim being this fashion icon. Yeah. They accredit him for that. What'd you say? Is she a fashion icon? Yeah, she, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was not, it's not in our sector, but Skims and, you know, how she what she wears in the Met Gala and Balenciaga stuff, they they love it. I mean, people people aspire to to dress like her. Okay, I didn't know that. Like, so, I thought I just feel like this, it's been the same. Do you feel like she leveled up as soon as she got with Kanye with dressing? Well, I mean, you feel like it got way better. Like, we, yeah, because remember he got her. He got her on Vogue. He 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 took her out of just being a reality TV slash sex tape star to somebody with. Because the thing about now, look at her. She came where she was at, and now she just passed the bar. Like so. She has leveled up. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm not putting that all on Kanye, but while she's with, or while she was with Kanye, she did level up in the eyes and the public perception, I believe. I can't wait till Kanye breaks up with this girl. <laughs> hopefully. I hope it comes. I can't wait to read the blog about the breakup. That's going to be amazing. You think Julia going to write it? That's going to be funny. Yeah, she's going <laughs> to write it. He ain't going to say nothing. She's going to write it. And then she's going to talk about she. I'm waiting for her to talk about the sex. She's giving us every detail. Like, it is, yo, it, this really yogurt. is so crazy. It's amazing. This, has, has anybody seen Uncut Gems? I'm the only one to seen this crazy ass movie. No, I All haven't right. seen it. Where is it on? Uh, Netflix. It was on Netflix. So okay. I had to watch it because everybody was talking about, yo, Kanye with Julia Fox, shorty bad, blah, 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 blah. I've said it to Sarah. I've said it on Equal Opposites the other day. We just recorded. It's a thick white chick. We act like we've never seen this before, right? And I'm not taking anything away from her. Young, attractive lady. I don't even know how young. She might be in her early 30s, whatever. Um, she was a good actress in the movie. But in the movie, she played Adam Sandler's mistress. Right, he was in the process of getting divorced and separated, whatever. So I'm like, is Kanye trying to act this out? Like, what what are we doing? Because did you, I don't know if y'all saw Kanye is under investigation for an assault. He like oh, some a fit like last night that this is so so I don't know if you saw this many Fontaine Kanye. Look at this lineup: Kanye, Julia Fox, Wack 100, The Game, Madonna, like all these people. Uh, uh, Antonio Brown, Bluefit, all these people are hanging out. Shit, sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I guess a fan wanted to autograph and allegedly Kanye punched him. Now my question is, how can this be under investigation? Yet we have video of Jason Derulo attacking somebody. Yet that story's just gone now. It's gone. How would that yeah, happen? That's, that's why listen, that's I told wild. you I was like, I don't believe that story. I don't believe the Jason Derulo story. Because we live in a days yeah. where, day and age where it is sue time. And a lawyer should have been quick to be like, Wait, you guys just said some words and he attacked you? Yeah, all right. We gonna, yeah. we gonna we definitely getting a settlement out of this. And you got it on camera? Good. Good. Don't but say less. What they gonna get from okay. Jason Derulo? A Toyota oh, Camry? Oh, no, you lying. He a TikTok man. He he making money on TikTok. Is he really? Yeah. Why don't you your mic? Yeah. I don't know what happened to it. I think your wire messed up. <laughs> well, you gonna have to get a uh, new one later on. Um back to Kanye. So we don't think Kim is jealous? We don't we don't Man, I just told I you what kind of date she went on. She don't care. Like, no, nah, I think like I if, think Kanye one of those type of like weird people, where it's just like you are happy to be done with them, and hopefully he doesn't come back. <laughs> I think that's how she's looking at it. Truthfully, I'm telling you, she's Kanye, able to be herself right now. So, all right, mm-hmm. the, the rumor is Donda Two is being worked on. Do we think Donda Two is going to be like when Marvin did for my love? And way, way worse. I don't even remember the Robin Thicke album he did for, um, I forgot his ex-wife's name. Paula. That, Paula Patton. That album was horrible. We reviewed it. <laughs> do we think Down to Two is yeah. going to be? Gonna be? I don't know why he would do a Down to Two, though. Why would it be a two? I don't even understand. What level is he going to take this to? If uh, anything, he should do a Kim, a Kim album. What's Kimberly? Uh, just call it Kimberly. What's her middle name, you know? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, um, he's going to be headlining Coachella with Billy Eilish and Swedish House Mafia. The last time he was at Coachella was in 2011. He's now known as Ye. So it says, Ye, Billy Eilish, Harry Styles, and Swedish House Mafia will headline the festival at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California. It will take place across two weekends, April 15th through 17th, and April 24th through, sorry, April 22nd through 24th. 
What is Yay? He's gonna be Sunday, April seventeenth, and and twenty fourth. And wasn't he there? Was it twenty nineteen? He did a Sunday service there, and that's when you had the little bullseye, the little fish that eye. fish eye lens, that hype William that shit. shit. Hated that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big Sean was there too. He was hanging out with Kanye as well. I was like, God, I like how y'all was publicly at odds, but privately you made up. I think Big Sean's supposed to be at um at uh what you call it as well. Let me give you some of the names: Lil Baby, Daniel Caesar, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Big Sean, Group A Firm, Lewis, Child, and Baby King. We're not going past the the top marks on these days. Uh, the other day we have Flume, Megan Thee Stallion, Disclosure, Twenty One Savage, Danny Elfman, Stromae, Giveon, Anita. And then we have Doja Cat, Joji, Jamie XX, Run the Jewels, Carol G, Maggie Rogers, Ari Lennox, and Band MS. Again, there's a lot more names I only gave y'all right underneath the headline for those two weekends. Speaking of which, I just brought up Twenty One Savage. I don't know if you guys have heard this. Um, there's this uh, what you call it, new song by JID. Um, it got leaked early because it's gonna come out on Friday. Uh, it's called oh. Surround Sound, and it's with JID, Twenty One Savage, and Baby Tate. If you don't know Baby Tate? She was in the last season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. She was young Baby Tate then. Now she's just Baby Tate. The Apple clip just has JID. He's snapping. They use the um, Miss Fat Booty sample. But it, it sound dope. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to for it. I was on the hunt for it, too, man. Yeah. The hunt. It's supposed to come out tomorrow, you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, that's coming great. Yeah. All right. Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine, you going to stick up for Jermaine or no? Nah? I stick up for all Jermaine, even though Dark Skin Lane wanted. <clears throat> Dark Skin Jermaine. So he was on Roy Yamal podcast, and they got to discussing the verses. Is the Puff versus happening? I don't think so. Why not? Because I feel like it's 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 a performance based thing now, mm-hmm. and majority of Puff records, who's gonna perform? I mean, you could bring people out on stage. That's part of the performance. And Puff yeah, is one of the greatest the locks, performers. But you can't nobody do big verses. And I don't know yeah. that Mace would come out with him no more, mm-hmm. right? So, so I don't know that I I don't think it would happen based on that. Yeah, um, I would love to see that though. All my people, we rock. An infamous verse between him and Puff, and he says some interesting things. He doesn't think Puff can compete because now versus is a performance, and he credited Bow Wow, which I don't know why Bow Wow was there, but he was. Only because Bow Wow was he all his artists. He said all my artists love me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying like he credited Bow Wow. He credited Bow Wow for turning verses into a performance. I was like, yeah, that's why. Because remember, oh. people had Soldier Boy winning, and then Bow Wow performed his ass off, and you were like, yeah, all right, you got that. So then he said, yeah, to what you said, like yo, me and all my artists are dope. We're good. Who gonna perform? What's the name song? He said Biggie did. Now. Roy and Maul did give us some pushback on a lot of things, but I was so upset with this. I'm like, it don't matter if Biggie's dead. Like, fam, yeah, if you play some Biggie verses, yeah. like, like Puff could be an asshole and Biggie him to death. And in the eyes of a lot of people, they're gonna be like, you won, right? But then yeah. he went further. It's like, but also Puff, also Puff was, and not and Puff and anybody else that thinks about this battle, they actually try to downplay. The Bow Wow era. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. When we get into the 2001s, 2002s, 2003 era of So-So Death, mm-hmm. I don't know that Bad Boy was even in existence. Mm-hmm. Sure. Personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, I know what you mean. I don't know. I mean, I never seen a bad boy, but it wasn't, of course. I never seen a bad boy record number one on 106 apart. Well, what are you going to do in the Bow Wow era? You know, that was in the late 2000s. I don't remember Bad Boy being out there, blah, blah. And I, I was telling Manny Fontaine this weekend when I saw him, I said, I don't want to hear Bow Wow at all yeah. <laughs> in this type of battle. I promise you, if you got Mariah, Escape, Usher, and the Brett, like, I I just don't want to hear Bow Wow. And he legit, could barely play Jump by Chris Cross. Yeah. Like, that's like. He, it's gonna be hard but, for him to get that off. But but but, but to his True point, point, one of the members of Criss Cross is dead. So I'm like, what? So does it? I feel like Jermaine Dupri was having two different arguments. I think Jermaine Dupri, and I wholeheartedly agree with Jermaine Dupri. He is more talented than Puff. But that's not what Versus is about. I like yes, Jermaine, you can produce, write, rap, you can do all that. And Puff just has this ear. I don't, know, I don't want to be loved, but Puff doesn't do that, right? And he was like, and he did the thing that Jeezy did, not Jeezy, that um, what's up, Gucci Man did with Jeezy. Was like, where's your new songs? You ain't got no new songs. And Soldier Boy tried to do that with um, with Bow Wow, and he was like, he ain't got nothing for 2007. Now we've had this argument over what is a person allowed to play and what's not, right? Jermaine Dupri forgets that Janelle Monae and French Montana are were, were bad boy artists, so he should be allowed to play that. And remember when Fat Joe was playing songs that he EP'd? Well, in 2007, I'm, I'm upset that Roy and Ma did not have this information. Guess what album that Puff Daddy executive produced? What? Jay-Z's American Gangster. Oh, so he could oh. throw that on there. Can, huh? can he not play these songs? Can he, is yeah, he not? A, Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle, yeah, he yeah, he, yeah he, it is a few that he's had his hands on. And I was like, yeah. Couldn't he do some Rick Ross stuff too? Yes. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, and then it was like, so, and I'm like, this is what what versus gets. I think it becomes a blurred line. Basically, are you yeah. gonna do the songs that you, you produce, the, the songs, songs that, that you were featured fought. on, exactly, the songs that you had your hand in or you wrote on? Yeah. I mean, but I think when it comes to producers, that should be allowed. Like, it should be features, yeah. production, Every, and and writing. Yeah, anything can go because we watch Babyface and Teddy Riley. Yeah, but that's the thing yeah. too. Like, all right, it's tw- it's un- it's only twenty songs, and maybe you can do a few. It's only twenty rounds, I should say. Maybe you can combine some. But anybody listening would be like, "Fam, you have nothing for Benjamin's. You have nothing for Victory. You might not even no, have." No, you don't. So what? You don't look at. Puff can play those songs and just dance around and we'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yo, like you don't think he can perform? He can definitely perform. He gonna dance his ass off. And JD ain't gonna have shit for that. Like we're gonna be happy. We love this like who we do we love to see dance more? We love to see Diddy dance. I mean it's Diddy and, and Mary J. Blige. Like we love like, to see that, like that's the thing too. He's like, Oh, I've been in this since ninety two, but Puff can play Jodeci. He can also play Mary J. Blige too. Yeah. So it's like is it and, and, and listen gonna, uh, and Jodeci gonna come. Yeah, they need and some, I they would, need some money. I would and Mary J. Blige is gonna come too. Yeah. And like so I was just like when he said this point, I was like, he, he has artists that are gonna show up for him. First of all, just because he did it, I guarantee you May's gonna show up. Just yeah. because he knows it's gonna be good for his career. Yeah. And then he came to show up. Day 26 will show the fuck up, yo. I promise you. Because they have nothing else going on for them. So yeah. it's just like, 
like y'all tripping. Like yeah. I think he's, tri- I think he's, he's really overthinking it. And I'm just like, you don't have better music than him. Though. Well, let's be, I, and let's be for real. Diddy could just hold up a bottle of Ciroc, and then you know we'll be happy with that. He could dance with a bottle of Ciroc, and we'll be good. And we'll be, we'll be completely ecstatic. Man, if Diddy, like, if oh. Diddy do his verse off that Waka Flocka song. Well, that, that, oh, that verse is so hard. Man, get my money up. Yeah. And they did bring up dirty money. It was like, you know, you, that dirty money was hard too. Like, stop acting like, hold yeah. on, let me see. Because, like, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Right. We Obviously, we're not doing the albums, but Jodeci, hey, Mary J. Blige, Biggie, um, he has hands in TLC. He has. He, yeah. uh, he, and got, he could do. He could play. Don't bother me. I'm working. That's all. Working. Oh yeah, Faith so Evans, don't Total, I work. New Edition, uh, Ozzy Brothers, the Bad Boy remix. He ain't playing that shit. Uh, more big KRS One, Brian McKnight. And then he could do clips of him acting the fool. But what about Cavassier? About... Remember Buster Ross Cavassier yeah, song? Oh, yeah, Pastor Cavassier. Yeah. Oh, but go ahead. You, 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 you can put cl- clips on. He can do... play his little clips of like when he's like, I'm, I'm hungry, I want it. He can play uh, all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. All Before those... he plays songs and shit like that. All these things. The Making locks. niggas walk to get cheesecake, eat cheesecake in front of Yeah, the locks niggas. will come out, of course. <laughs> um, the locks definitely will come out. Jennifer Lopez, I'm looking at this. Heavy D, Black Rob, he has something with Jennifer his Jennifer Lopez ain't gonna come out. Carl Thomas, Shine, Dream. Carl Thomas definitely coming. Uh, G Dap, he's in jail. Limp Biscuit, no, no, I don't know why I did that. Mario Wine is Bad Boy soundtrack. Mary J. Yes. 112. Yeah. Uh, 112 definitely coming. A Ball MJG. Why are we forgetting that they oh, were signed no. to Bad Boy for a second? That drama? You yeah, you want no drama? Nah, you think they're gonna come out? They only got one album out of that deal. But they only need to come out for one song. He's got twenty yeah. rounds. <laughs> come out for that one song, and then on American Gangster, he has his hands on Prey, American Dreamer, No Hook, Rock Boy, Sweet, and Party Life. Even though oh, he executive oh my gosh. Party, party Life is that crazy. shit. And if yeah. Diddy get to vibing on that, <laughs> uh, Sherry Dennis, Day Twenty Six, Donnie King, D- Dirty Money, Last Train to Paris. Pitbull, Rick Ross, Kanye West. Last thing Paris is crazy. He has Kanye West he all day. Of, he has a, he has know, a he still, I think he could still win this play his song. He actually could. He could. He his albums are pretty. in the family album is cold. He bring out two. Well, it's better than so JD's fourteen seventy two. I will say that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. This this is the thing too. I will. I will always think he's gonna try to get him in his R and B. JD's gonna try to do that. Yep. And, he, and if he does R and B, he's gonna go to Mary Jerry. He's just gonna do that too. He's gonna fuck him up. Yeah, I I agree with you. And again, JD bar none is more talented. He can he can do a lot of things. And I like the. Uh, I didn't give you guys that clip because it starts like at the one hour, 48 minute mark where he got to talking about why he was the way he is. He's like, yo, I had to, you know, be able to write and do this because I had nobody else. He's like, Dr. Dre has Snoop. You know, he said, uh, he said, um, Diddy was around Devante. You know, Timberland had Missy. You wasn't going to outright Missy. So he's like, so these artists didn't have to do those things. But I was like, but, but, but I wish they had brought up when he was like, yo, Yo, uh, he said Diddy ain't got enough for me in 2007. I'm like, so with that logic, JD, you can beat Dr. Dre? Because he wasn't really doing shit yeah. in 2007. He would say no. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about there? Just fuck up. Like, it don't yeah. matter. People do not care. They want to know, they want to hear the hits. They don't give a fuck about the yeah. shit you were doing in 2007, 2008. 
You might have been doing it longer. But remember, well, here's one of our favorite lines. I'm, I'm speaking for y'all. When Jay-Z told Nas, you've been in the 10, I've been in the 5. Smart, I can feel like smart enough, Nas. Like, yeah. I've done more in less time. And Diddy would come with the, I've done more in less time. You know, the, people could yeah. argue I'm more, Diddy is more successful in, the, in and out of music than J.D. is. He don't want to do that. Absolutely. He don't want to argue that part. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you tried the JD vegan ice cream yet? You said, what'd you say? Have you tried the JD vegan ice cream? Oh, no, no, no. I heard yeah. it's good, though. I wanted to try um, yeah, Kaepernick, Kaepernick's uh, vegan ice cream with Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, so I never seen it. Oh, I never saw it. Yeah, you got to order Is it. Is he a vegan? I think so, yeah. No, good for him. <laughs> the way Jermaine yeah. said it was kind of like, that's why the nigga ain't in the league. <laughs> he know me. He know me. All right, we t- we talking about verses. Let's get into Timberland, man, because he had an eventful week. He got on the, he got on the IGs and said, Don FM. Now, we're not going to debate this. We're going to talk about this on Sunday. Um, Don FM is right up there with Thriller. And people are like, the fuck are you doing? And I'm always, comparisons are the thief of joy. Because the moment you put something like that out there, people who like let's say you ain't listen to Don FM, now you listen to be thrillered. You looking to you listen to be moved. Yeah. Man, yeah. I don't know why people do that because I never had those. Even if you say it, even if five people told me, I'd be like, no, I gotta hear it for myself. I yeah. gotta make my own. Ask, and and I go and there were no expectations. Yeah. Ask Tanasha about that. Remember, they was like, this is the next Janet Jackson. She's still trying to recover. Like, yo, I didn't say that shit. You motherfuckers put that on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nah, I don't know why he did that to him, but but, but then he then he posted on Instagram about Quincy Jones. He says, Quincy Jones started producing when he was a teenager, but didn't get his big hit thriller until he was 50 years old you never know when your big break will come so never give up they flame the fuck out of it. i said fam I, I when i saw that i was like quincy jones was quincy jones before <laughs> thriller yeah. i was like what are you talking about like quincy jones was struggling like yeah like, like he wasn't somebody said like, somebody yeah. said you were acting like quincy jones was eating syrup sandwiches and mopping floors yeah. <laughs> he was been working, like since he was working quincy at, jones like, you said he, he got with the rat pack yeah so it said, yeah. uh, he said, the I got this, the iconic producer, composer, and arranger won 11 Grammy Awards between 1964 and 1982, thanks to both his solo work, collaborations with jazz great George Benson, Count Basie, as well as Lena Horne. He was the uh, composer for Frank Sinatra. Like, did Timberland not watch the, the documentary? No. Like, <laughs> like no. why would you think, you think Jay-Z, I mean, Jay-Z, Michael Jackson was like, who's this young up-and-coming producer named Quincy yeah. Jones? Let's give him a shot. Like, you want to work with me because I'm Quincy Jones. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then I don't that, know where that led to people. I'm, I fall into this camp, but they led to people saying "Off the Wall" is better. I enjoy "Off the Wall" more than Thriller, but I'm never going to take away from Thriller. But it, yeah, me, I do enjoy "Off the Wall" better, but yeah, Thriller was that shit though. Yeah, Thriller was that shit just for like MTV and like yo, that come that that video was just stupid. It just changed the game. Yeah, you know what's surprising? The video still exists. Just like yeah. they, they, somebody put the time and effort to be like, we're gonna shoot a video. I don't know where y'all send the video to, other than YouTube. But we'll talk about that yeah. on Sunday too, because your boy out here making full fledged like movies and telling stories. Who the, the week? Yeah, the weekend was uh he was in uh uncut gems. I think that's the worst thing that ever happened to him <laughs> because because mm. I shouldn't say that, but I think that's what propels him like. I am an actor now because he's been with the prosthetics and the, I was like, fam. All right. From Timberland to Aaliyah. 
Aaliyah has a new album. I think the album's coming out this Friday. Is that the one with all the features? Of like- yes. So Aaliyah's new album, Unstoppable, is going to be featuring Drake, Chris Brown, and Future. That caused an uproar. I got a couple of tweets. Nasty and the Pearly Gates, they put, uh, I guess they were talking about um, her uncle. That's the one who's in charge of her music. I can't remember that dude's name now. They put abusers, misogynists on the album when she was largely affected by abusers and misogynists when she was alive. They could have gone to uh, to the many black girls that cite Aaliyah as their inspiration for their artistry, but we got dingy ass men instead. Somebody else said, imagine having the opportunity to create a new Aaliyah album with the entire generation of women that were directly influenced. Sierra, Tiana, Tanache, Normani, Janae, uh, Chloe and Haley, her, Seven, etc. But instead, we get Snoop Dogg, Neo, Future, Chris Brown, a weird weekend song. What is going on? Yeah, like, look at that. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense to do it this way. Yeah. And, I, and, I, like, and I'm not saying The weekend. I know Drake loves Aaliyah and Chris Brown probably as well. But it doesn't work. We've, we talked about on the wrap-up how that Aaliyah and weekend song didn't really work as well. But you know what? I, uh, to me, honestly, this is what I would have done. Already did this too. Yeah, yeah this is what I would have done if, if, if eligible. The songs I have of Aaliyah, let's say we got like 10 songs, 10 full songs, right? Um, and let's say if the songs like the one with the weekend, I can't remember if she had one or two verses. Let's say she had one verse. Then we'll call that an interlude. I would have got the women I wanted to be like, here are the lyrics. We're going to do this as a double. We're going to drop side A, it's going to be. Her demos, side B is going to be you guys singing them. Like, in your, you're like if you looked yeah, up to yeah. Aaliyah and you wanted to be Aaliyah, here's your chance to sing some songs that Aaliyah would have sung. That is double album. You're making yeah. twice the money. And these women would have yeah, already yeah, did it for the low, the favor. They're like, yes, I would love to sing an Aaliyah song and put my spin on it and do my... I don't think this album's going to work because, like you said, the first single is that... Poison? Week, like, yeah, yeah, that weekend one... And like that song came and went. Yeah, came and, and went. Did. And now his album is charting. And that's what we're talking and about. And the single's not charting. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Then I, I found this question. I'm going to ask you guys. And be, uh, so the main question is, do you want new music from de- deceased singers? And they, this person says, they're gone. Let's respect that and cherish the music we already have. Why do we need some unreleased demo that they recorded years ago and never finished? Anything quote unquote new that the record label put out is going to sound dated because it is. And even when the label tries to spice up the track to sound modern, it does not flow right. It still feels like an unfinished demo that's been doctored. Aaliyah's quote unquote new album is is going to be soon released. And fans of other deceased singers keep pushing the labels to give them quote unquote new music. Do these Gen Z fans not understand the person is no longer alive? Let it rest. So what say you guys? Do you guys want music from deceased singers? Let's go with Sarah, who's a big Prince fan. I still haven't listened to Coming to America. <laughs> but I went to that concert, so I'm not like, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I I mean, I have like the album. What's the thing you get? The concert, the book or whatever mm-hmm. of when I went, the Welcome to Chicago thing. But like, I'll be honest, I gave up on Tupac albums after like the six post hominis one or whatever i was like what is going on why is this man still in the studio this, this is the thing yeah, yeah. many thoughts on you are going to chime in uh i'm i'm for it as long as you don't touch it i'm next for it i okay i think there's a there's a beautiful art to that if you guys like, show me the song 
their pocketbooks on and nobody touches them. I actually that'd be nostalgic. And that's what I was Even gonna if it's say. Kind of outdated, but I don't want when they try to put a pack on a song with fifty cent. No. Yeah, that's what I agree with. Oh. At least when Prince comes out, it's Prince. I ain't getting yeah. Prince in the weekend and the Prince featuring Trey songs, which we know would have never happened. But like, yeah. you know, what what was that Biggie duets? Remember? And the only yeah. song that was really good on there was Dead Wrong. No, 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 no. That's life. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's a that's um. Uh, wait, what is that? Uh, born again. Born again. That's okay. Born again. Born again. Okay. So they yeah. did that. Did they wait? Did he have features? Biggie duets was good. No, no. Born do it, Born again uh, does have features again, because it has uh, yeah. Eminem, Sadat X is on there. Uh, the Hot Boys is on there. Who else is I on that? You forgot about what? Hope Niggas Sleep. Yeah, that's just hard. You think duets was better than Born Again? No, no, no. Born Again is better than duets. Because Born Again is Born Again is maybe like a year or two after he passes. So it's like maybe 99 or 2000. So we're still mm. close to that era of Biggie. So the songs I don't sound duets that dated. Is better than Born Again, though. See, the only thing I like I on duets is uh, 1970 something. 1970. Yeah, I like yeah. that song. I like the song with Big Pun, Biggie, and uh, I I Tupac. To that song is dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like um, both of them. Put again, your game, cut your clear. Dun, dun. That song was, yeah. That sounds cool. And the one where he did the uh, my mom mixed me with the nigga that went over too uh, with Jamaica Roman. Where's yeah. that one over? Yeah, he did that. Was called too. I don't know. Biggie Duets? That's how they said it. Biggie Duets. Biggie Duets pretty good. I wasn't mad about it. We actually bumped it for a good second. I don't bump it now. But Born Again, when you heard them with Eminem, that was amazing. Yeah. That wrong one. You had no problem with it either. We yeah, had, it, it felt like it worked. I, but that was perfect. Though. Yeah, it was perfect. No, Notorious, we are. We are. No, we are. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, when I, all these I other people like, start putting their hands into it, and it's because like with Prince, like these are actual Prince recordings. Maybe they went ahead and you know re, you know did some touching up on it, but no one else is on the song with him. You know what I'm saying? But when all these other people start putting their hand in it, it just it just loses it. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like you. It's kind of like you. You force the dead artist to work with someone. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. someone they might not have worked with if they were alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go back. Let's stay. Let's stay in the past a little bit. Cool Modi. His report card resurfaced. He had did this report card for Ego Trip's book of rap list that was released in 1999, and he broke it down into 80s raps and 90s raps. And he had these categories, which a lot of people are really appreciating. It was vocabulary, articulation, creativity, originality, versatility, voice, records, stage present sticking to themes and innovating rhymes. Now he gave himself the highest score of the eighties rappers. <laughs> he gave himself an A plus followed by Melly Mel and Grandmaster Cass. Now remember he had a B for the uh, Cool J, but he still gave Velo Cool J an A. Uh, Rakim also got an A and KRS one got an A. I think the lowest grade was the Beastie Boys. They got a C and Beastie Boys weren't there. They'll let you know that like, yo, we weren't, we weren't. No, man, I, I, I stopped listening to this cool Modi shit. When he had Misco over Nas, <laughs> come on, man. He well, had Misco right, better than Nas. It, yeah, well, wow. what did he give Mystical? Mystical got an A, a 90, and Nas got an 84, a B. Okay. You are correct with this. 
uh, I thought we were going to talk about Jay-Z because a lot of people had problems with Jay-Z having an 82, but they could, they forget when he probably came up with this list and Jay-Z has already has said this numerous times that his stage show was not good. And um, at Jay-Z uh, on stage present, he got a six. Now I remember he had to go on the Hard Knock Life tour with DMX, which is probably 1999. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, once I saw DMX show, I knew I had to step my shit, my show up. So, I mean, that makes sense. I bet you that tour was amazing. Was Biggie on there? Yes, Biggie is on there. Biggie has a B, uh, an A plus, and Tupac has an A. So Biggie has a 95, and Tupac has a 93. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't argue with that. But what did he give Mystical? Uh, 86 or 87? Mystical got a 90. And the, the, uh, one I've heard people be like, how the hell does Sticky Fingers has is over Jay-Z and Nas at an 88? And he's part of a group. And and I'm not even like, I understand what he did with Mystical, though. Because Mystical is actually a good rapper. Like, if you think about... Well, articulation, a, creativity, a, yeah, originality, yeah, yeah. versatility, yeah, voice. Yeah. Got, yeah. You think about it in the categories that he has, he actually is cold. Oh, good. Because Mace and about, Master P got a C-plus. That is well-deserved. Yeah. Master P got a C-plus. Master P definitely deserves a C-plus. <laughs> but Mace? Mace, though? With, with a 90, think, in the 90s? No. no. Well, First of all, Mace's first album was great. Everything after that was an ass sandwich. Yeah, well, he might not yeah, have been. That's what the second album. Yeah. It's 90, it he, like might, he might he might he might have started yeah. writing this in ninety eight. Well guess what? It's that C plus is relevant today. <laughs> that's that's right. how okay, I okay. that's the only way I I'll could look at there. it. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get you. No, you and I'm not gonna argue with you that. He is a C plus. He might be a little bit lower. Too. So <clears> one person that didn't get a grade on here that people were looking for was Andre 3000. He didn't even outcast was even on here on this list, but he has been the talk of the town because reason stopped by higher learning with Van Lathan and Rachel Lynn Lindsay. It's a lot of guys out there to be rapping. My man, Royce, the five, nine be rapping. Royce is crazy. Royce is super crazy. Right. But you say that fabulous is better than Andre 3000. In my opinion, yes. Fabulous is better See, than I, I was going to say, just for fun, can we just go ahead and line them up? Yeah. If, if, I mean, I would love something like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, But like, I feel like if you lined up Fabulous on 3000 I got my money on Fab. That's how I feel. What up? Yeah. I, I'm not about to hate on Fab. That's how I feel. But God yeah, damn, hate. that boy from Atlanta is a <laughs> monster did, reason. He First, he gave his his top rappers, you know, people who, who he think can out-rap him. And he said, Hove and Lil Wayne. All right. He said, those are the only two I feel that can out-rap me personally. You know, we have discussed that rappers have irrational confidence. I don't argue with that, right? Then he, he expanded the list. He said, maybe Lupe's in there, blah, blah, Fabulous. And then it got to where he said, Fabulous, he, he might rank Fabulous higher than Andre 3000. Now, his reasoning was because Andre 3000 comes out every four years with an amazing verse. And he's like, I feel like I could do that, which is a lot of I don't want to put I don't want to make this sound crazy. There are numerous rappers who could just show up and give you one verse for four years. I don't think we would we wouldn't anticipate it. It might go under the radar. Andre never goes under the radar. We already know. But then he also brought up the fact that Andre doesn't have any albums, and he feels that if it was just purely rapping, Fabulous could out rap. Andre 3000. Can Fabulous out mm-hmm. Andre 3000? 
but their but their styles are different. That's where it gets complicated because yeah. if it's just I think I I I think Fabulous could out punchline Andre three thousand, but I don't know if he would be able to craft a better verse. Because even like like the way Andre sometimes comes at a song, you'd be like, that first bar led all the way to this. Like they connected each other. Where Fab is just a straight spitter. So mm-hmm. it is kind of apples to oranges. It, but it's, it's, why do we get so upset over people's opinions? It's not a fact. If reason feels that Fab is, yeah, is better, like who gives a fuck? Like, I have a question. I have a question though. How come we can't treat rappers like we treat sports players? Because like, we don't have real stats. <laughs> like, I, if I, okay, if he's saying Andre 3000 comes out with a good verse every three to four years or whatever, and it's powerful. And it's not like you listen to it and you never have to say, like, Andre 3000 just lost his shit or whatever. And, like, you know, let's say Nas comes out with a good album every three to four years or whatever. Um, Why can't we just let them have their credit? You know that Andre 3000 and, like, Nas are good rappers. They haven't brought you garbage in the past three to four years. Fabulous probably has had some garbage in there, even though he's been consistent. There's probably been something from Fabulous that you don't really fuck with. But, you know, it's kind of like these these rappers can go out of retirement. You know, let's be honest. Andre 3000 don't want to be bothered. He really don't. He Somebody really has to convince Andre 3000 to work. Michael Jordan can go out there and hoop. He's still going to be good. You're still going to call him the GOAT. Why can't we just do that with rappers? You know? Maybe Andre 3000 yeah. is in retirement. Because... <sighs> It might be like pitchers versus hitters. Like pitchers go every four or five days. Hitters are there every day, right? And the, now pitchers have some important. I mean, they have major importance. They can affect the game. If your pitcher's off, he's off. But you, you, you wouldn't be like, who's the greatest baseball player? You wouldn't pick a pitcher. They, they have their own category. So maybe that's what. Like when you, when you brought those two examples. Let's say Nas. Well, Jay Z was held you down for six summers. Where's the love? You know. Uh, you say Andre three thousand, right? Um, just think about Drake's productivity, not his percentage, because you because the percentage be different. But to us, we'd be like, eh, that wasn't. But to the to the other people, they're like, yo, that's a hit, 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 right? I think it comes up. It comes to producing, and then and then it's also this. Could name whatever top five ten rapper do what Andre three thousand does. Could Hove show up every four years and give us an amazing verse? Yeah. Could Nas show up every four years and give us an amazing? Yeah. But could Andre 3000 hold you down for six summers with a solo album? If the answer is no, then that's why he's not he's not in that, that category. If you don't think like, yeah, could he give me an album? He still never give us a, like, what are you counting the love below? That wasn't even a hip hop. I mean, it wasn't an all rap album. So, but that's yeah. Andre I mean, 3000's I know that. Crap, I'm just saying, Probably, yeah. I'm giving you the argument of why people would be like, well, it's not the same. Like, I'm giving the argument because he has even if he jumps on a verse, even shit, Beyonce's party, his verse was hot, even though we end up getting the J. Cole version mainstream. Yeah. But my whole thing is he didn't give you he hasn't given you garbage, even if it's just a verse. He's yeah. staying I, true I, to I, what he is. Yeah. I would say this the verses thing has kind of thrown us off on like seeing people's talents. Cause we keep on thinking it like, well in the verses, I, but I, even in the verses though. I'm like Andre 3000 gonna get him. What is what does he have for Andre 3000 elevator verse? What does Fabulous have for that? 
his elevated verse. Like what he's gonna throw up against? Yeah, that? but uh, he wasn't arguing that he can beat him in the verses. <laughs> he just he, he, well, he did say verses. No, I thought he. I thought he. No, I thought he meant a verse. I didn't take no, it. He as... was talking about verses wise. He was like verses. No, no, no. Like, wait, he, wait, because because we realized that verses and verses is still like you know. Yeah, I know. I understand. Maybe he. No, he was he because he said he because he kept saying I'll rap him. He never said nothing about songs. There's no way Fabulous could be that three thousand. <laughs> what you call? Are you crazy? Well, they shouldn't that, even you, be. But reason they, crazy. Yeah. They shouldn't even be going up against each other. Like this is this is who it was. Who, it who was, brought this up. Again? It was reason trying to add reason for his because he said, "Well, at one point, Fabulous outrapped Wayne. If you can outrap Wayne, I believe you can outrap Andre 3000. No, this is a stupid argument. Now yeah, it doesn't yeah, even yeah. make sense. Well, I, I, I explained the differences between like, yo, Fabulous can punch, can out punch Lionel. You know, but I don't think you can craft a better verse. I just think 000. that I just think that they're two different people. Well, they are together. They're two different uh, artists. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's, yeah, it's just not going to work in general. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah, reason one to man, that reason didn't want to go viral, but um, <laughs> you did. Yeah, I want to get into the fresh and fit. I mean, it's been a week. No, I don't. I will not participate in this discussion. This is an infuriating discussion. I, we shouldn't even be talking about them. Manny Fontaine? It's done. It is over with. Do not bring these people up. Yeah, let's not give them no clout, but we do. Well, oh, listen, we ain't got to get no clout to say we don't agree with those brothers and we think they're corny, corny and they've been hurt. Yeah, And they got some go. self-hate. All right, move on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We love black women and we don't want to talk about that shit. So let's move on. Go ahead. Manny Fontaine? You and I love black women. Go ahead. Manny Fontaine, Lisa Bonet is on the market. Have you sent? Uh, oh, yo, that was crazy. What? What's crazy? What? <laughs> no, I mean, see that? No, you know what was funny? This is funny. I saw the Machine Gun Kelly and Megan. Uh, yeah, uh, Fox, Fox are gay. Yep. And then they showed this shit. They said coming to an end. I said, "Wow." Um, and I don't know why. I just, I, I love love so much. I was like, "What happened?" Why do we always want to know what happened? But I was just like, maybe they just grew apart. Well, they've been together. Be they've been together for sixteen years, married for five, have two kids together. Maybe she got tired of the dad bod. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but I didn't know they was together that long. I was like, maybe they're too much of two free spirits, and I'm shocked it lasts as long. I I am. They look too bohemian and free spirited. Well, that's like, what she like. Lenny was that way, right? Man, Lisa Bonet in her lifetime. Had Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa. There are a lot of women out there that are very, very jealous of her right now. There's she ain't even got a job. There's, a, there's some men out there jealous. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you forget. That's true. <laughs> Somebody on BuzzFeed said, uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet have broken up. And I don't care. I'll date them both. I was like, yo, whatever you want to do, man. I know his DMs were in shambles, though. They just ain't no way. I'm sure as soon as that know- story came out, Everybody went to Pride of Gypsies IG and started, started sending all kinds of started sending all kinds of nasty, freaky stuff to him. And to Lisa Bonet too. So they man, they talking. They coming up with all the Cosby lines, <laughs> all the human lines. <laughs> and listen, I would I would gave you that. Hey, that time you did that homework and then and didn't want to no more. She said, I would never flunk you. <clears throat> no, nah, I mean, I don't think it's good to be back on the market at this type of this type of climate of energy of like <laughs> the way like the dating pool is set up. I don't think that's it, good for anybody. But 
She wants to be, obviously. I mean, um, I think you have to do some real eclectic shit to get Lisa Bonetto. I ain't gonna hold you. You have to really be, you have to be really creative. <clears throat> you do your 10 year challenge or not? We still waiting. Yeah, I did. You gonna wait till your birthday? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull it out on my birthday. Um, oh, you didn't do a job. I was surprised. I was surprised. Take the shirt off. Put some oil on, baby oil. Trey Songs has reacted to the rape and unbearable PTSD allegations from Dylan Gonzalez. Uh, remember, she she tweeted that Trey Songs is a rapist. Lord, forgive me. I can't hold that in another year. See you in 2022. And then, um, what did she say? She put another quote up here. She says, with what seems like endless reoccurring news of the alleged sexual assaults committed by Trey Songs, I am forced to repeatedly relieve relive in my mind and suffer anew the long suppressed horror and unbearable PTSD of my rape by his very hands at a well-known Las Vegas hotel. I want to send my love, strength, and hope to all who are victims of sexual assault in this fatal nature. You are not alone. I stand with you and encourage all those who have suffered abuse to speak out and come forward. Suppression of our voices only emboldens our oppressors and you cannot heal what you do not reveal. At this time, I humbly request my privacy, consideration, and compassion while I fully commit to pursue the best course of action and all my legal options. Gracias, gracias, mi gente. I don't know what that, I know thank you, my, but I don't know what gente means. Uh, please direct all questions and inquiries to my attorney at George Favreck on Instagram or Twitter or through the link in his bio. So let me get back to, uh, shit. I got to get back to the story where he's talking. So Trey Songz is facing, wait, did we have the 27, wait, where's the part? He said Trey Songz reacts and I didn't get nothing. I mean. Oh, sorry. Trey's rep relayed to them that he's denying the rape claims and his legal team is confident exonerating information will come forward to the public eye in the next few weeks. Which is what you expect them to say. They're going to be like, yeah, Trey did that shit. So we hoping she'll take a settlement. Like, they ain't going to say that. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, if it's if it's true, it's horrible. Yes, and that's the way to start the year um, too. Oh my God, no, she said she was gonna out him. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? I'm gonna say. To, I'm gonna say. To, I don't even know what you say to guys that do this type of stuff. We want to be like you need to get help, but it's like you are. I don't know. You might be far, too far gone I, because yeah, that and it's just that because line, he has a he has a, 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 a systematic view of women. Yeah, like so you, it's just. Like, what was that? Yeah. Y'all seen that clip that's going around? And I remember when it happened. It was at the VMAs where he, I forgot who he was standing next to. It was a white woman. And he was like, I like to get behind women. And then she was like, and he got behind her. She's like, what? Oh, and then she walks off from him. Like, what the hell are you doing? Mixing on. I can always get behind a lady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't mean that the way it sounded. <laughs> oh, but I did, though. The nominees for best vid- rock video are. So I seen that yeah. clip going, and it's just like, oh, you have this sense of entitlement, like, yo, I'm Trey Songs, and I've been, I've been talking about this on equal, on equal opposites a lot of like when R and B changed, when R and B there was a point in R and B soul music where the man singing was like, would you do me a favor and be my woman, and now it's, oh, I'm doing you a favor by allowing you to be in my presence, allowing you to you know suck my dick. Remember what's our what's the when we were young, we would laugh at some fucked up shit. And I remember us, you ever seen Sugar Hill, Sarah? Yeah. Teresa? Then oh, yeah. when Teresa Randall is playing basketball with that dude 
and she wants to get out of here, and he was like, you know, I'm gonna let you do. You know, I'm gonna let, I'm you, gonna let you suck my I'm dick. Suck my That's dick. the mentality some of these niggas be having. Like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna, I'm doing you a favor by putting my dick and letting you put your mouth on my. It's a fucked up nasty behavior. And I'm like, man, the, the rude away. Here's why he he might never ever or those type of people might not get that rude awakening because. If you're if you win the genetic lottery, there's always gonna be some women that's gonna want to mess with you. They don't even yeah. they're not even gonna believe the hype or the the, the rumors. They're yeah. like, no, I gotta see for myself. And he could be cordial, consensual, you know, with that woman, and then be like, well, see, I know I still got it, and then take it take it further with the next. Look, I watch a lot of Law and Order SVU. Dun, dun. <laughs> and normally the way it starts out is that the woman may be into it, but the man just gets too aggressive. She say no. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then he just goes too far. Yep. Um, and, and and that's, but that's still sad, though. Like, I don't care that she went on a date with you and she was so impressed by your 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 $2 million condo and you were giving her wine. As soon as you rush up on her and you and you force her into sex, that's right, man. If she wasn't, if, you're, if she wasn't uncomfortable, you know, whatever the story is, however it goes, we have to sort like we have to draw the line somewhere. It's sad. It's sad that women have to go through this because they suffer in silence, and that's and that's and they feel like nobody's gonna understand because we go around and there's so many people say, "Ooh, I would love to have such a trace on." We gotta stop with this this energy of like you get a pass because you're an attractive person or that you're an R and B singer or that you're a celebrity. Nobody gets a fucking pass on nothing. Nobody's that beautiful. Nobody's that cold. We got to stop saying that shit because it's toxic and, and it's nasty. I'm going to sit here and, and go as far to say this. Like her and her sister, they were hot commodities. So it is very believable that she said no. And he was like, nah, you already here. We finna do this because yeah. I mean, her and her sister are pretty bad. I mean, they got like yeah. eight packs and they was on what? They was on Kentucky, Kansas? UNLV. UNLV? But and Trey Song has too many of these stories, though. Yeah, that's There's the problem. so many stories of these. Yeah, like, he's the so common denominator. Like, mm-hmm. Just his, his behavior. I think that he started out when he was really young and he just got to a point where he just wasn't going to take no for an answer anymore because we're not hearing these stories of like when he first came out with, I don't want to leave. We're hearing these stories now. So I just think somewhere in his mind, it something just happened where he just got to a point where he was not hearing no for so long. And then someone finally said no. And he just wouldn't take no for an answer. And this is nope. what happened. Uh, he, he started believing him like, oh, I could please you, girl. You're going to love this dick. Let's try to pivot a little bit. Manny Fontaine, when when um when when are you gonna roll up to White Castle to get your little Fat Joe meal going? I know you excited. First of all, you know I've never it, been a fan of Sloppy Joe. Joe, I do not <laughs> fuck with Sloppy Joe. I don't. Ever since I was a kid, when they sent that shit in school, I would not eat it. Mom made it at the house one time. I was disgusted. So you not gonna get the spicy Joe do... sliders or the sloppy Joe sliders? I, I would never the smoky go to Joe any place to get a sloppy Joe. <laughs> sloppy Joe is like PBJ. You know, you never go out and buy them. You don't buy grilled cheese out. That's crazy. It, it, uh, remember uh, the later seasons of uh, Roseanne when they got their own spot? They're selling loose meat sandwiches. Yeah, I, like, I actually like that though. You like loose meat sandwiches? 
You know what? You know what? No, because because sloppy Joe tastes 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 more like ketchup. In meat, yeah, and he don't like yeah, ketchup. I bet you if it was barbecue no. sauce, he eat that. Oh, what, is, what does man which taste like to you then? That's what I'm thinking about. Man oh, you think about man which? I yeah. don't think I don't. I, I could t- I could see it having a ketchupy flavor, a flavor profile. Flavor to me. So nobody's going to get the White Castle. Wait, White Castle as bad as it is, it has a nerd to be selling mini sloppy joes. Is this for real? Yeah, the spicy sloppy yeah. joes, the sloppy. The, the, sorry, the Spicy Don't Joe Sliders, the Sloppy Joe Sliders, no, I have it, Smoky Joe Sliders, and Sloppy Fries are all part of the Bronx Rapper's Journey rollout with White Castle brand. So this is happening all month. You got a better chance of getting these than you did the wings at Taco Bell. The wings were available yeah. for one week, and that, they were gone. You didn't get it? No. I was trying to... Everybody I was trying, I thought they reviewed it, but they were good, though. This is what happened. You, you brought them up to me. I was at, I was at my job Monday. I, I put them in, put them in the basket. I was like, let me try these little jokers. No Taco Bell in my area had them, and they, and I think the twelfth was Tuesday, so uh, that was the last day for them. So they had already sold out of them. So I was like, all right. Taco Bell desperate. They got two. <laughs> they got a hit. There's no body. way I eat a sloppy Joe from White Castle without being close to a bathroom. Just no well, way. They got them there, so don't worry. You good? <laughs> they got them at the. They got them at the joint. Um, I think we good. Do, 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 do I see anything else? I don't care about Cardi B and Cuban doll arguing. She went to court today, though. Yeah, I want to. I want to hold off on that. I've seen a little of her. Uh, she's going against Tasha K, and she said briefly she got into how um, Tasha K's allegations. Now here's the thing too. They, we didn't get this part, so I guess Tasha K said. She was fucking the bottle on stage. I was like, I seen the video. You were fucking the bottle on stage, but um, it was also uh, what did she accuse her of? So it was some other things, and she was like, "Yo, prostitution." Oh, she accused her of prostitution. Yeah, and then she was like, "That made her suicidal. She didn't want to sleep with her husband and all this." And I don't know what precedent this could set, but I forgot what, what story I was just reading where another blogger was like, um admitted that she made up stuff about Cardi B because she's like, it was good for business. I'm like, see, I, we got to get some decorum on the internet. Y'all can't just be going out the window with these stories. Like, case in point, I was on Apple News, right? And a story came across that said, woman claims uh, men won't date her after you find out how, after they find out how old she is. It's an Asian woman, right? So I click on the story. And they said the Asian woman says she is 44 years old. And when she tells men her age, uh, they don't want to date her. I had questions. I was like, wait, so men your age don't want to date you? There's young, young boys. And this is an attractive woman. It wasn't like, uh, yeah, you look kind of crappy, right? So then the story continued to say people called her out. Like, oh, that's not your age, blah, blah. And then I'm reading the story and I said, wait a second. So you guys wrote this story about what she claimed and the reaction to it, and nobody got in contact. Nobody got this woman's real name to be like, "How old are you for real?" Like nobody did. Yeah. Nobody fact checked it. I was like, "You can do anything on this internet, and as long as you get a reaction, they're gonna run your story." Well, yeah. I like, and I was like, "Yeah, my, my goofy ass." I clicked on it, so you got me. You got me. Uh, Meek Mill talked about doing nasty stuff. I don't know if y'all saw that, but. He did. <laughs> I don't care. I just move past that. All right. Oh, before we get out of here, thoughts on uh, Bel Air, the reboot? You've seen it. Dramatic. I'm excited. 
I wish it was a Carl Belair and I wish Carlton's hairline wasn't so throwback. That hairline. That, I should not see what's on your mind, man. What was going on with man. that man's hairline? I'm bald. I, like I can it. say these things. Mm-hmm. I can say there you go. Uh, it's, a, it's a different vibe. I don't know if, how well comedy to drama is going to work. But it, it might, listen, if y'all got Peacock, I, this, ain't this, this is a completely different preview than the one that was circulating like a yeah, year and is, a half ago. Yeah, right? this is new. This is like, you can you see yeah. all the characters in, in this one. Yeah, I like that last preview. I thought it was really dramatic. All right, so Sarah's uh, Manny Fontaine and Sarah going to cover this. And speaking of covering, y'all want to give y'all thoughts on episode one about Euphoria? Oh, I finally I watched watch that it. today. I don't, I don't oh, watch you anymore. Oh, well, I guess I can't even say nothing. Somebody, man, I, I, I laughed so hard when somebody said, this is how they be dancing to DMX on Euphoria, and they had this sensual Kermit the Frog grinding. <laughs> I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, how you dancing to DMX to this? Yeah, you got oh, to watch it before Sunday. And then the Kanye West uh, Netflix trailer looks good. It does. Oh, that definitely Genius. Yeah, that it, definitely looks good. good. Yeah. All right. That is it, man. We did over an hour. We didn't even talk about new music. I can't wait to talk about Corday's freestyle. Corday's album's dropping. Uh, we got a couple of that that Gunna DS4. I think they finally put out the Drake song P Power. He did four more. He had four more songs a couple of days ago to the deluxe, and P Power wasn't even on there. And now they finally added it. Somebody put it on SoundCloud on Sunday, so I had already heard of the song. And then uh, maybe the Aaliyah. All right. Ooh. At one and only, at Kicks and Coffee, at Manny Fontaine, at Studio Flow Pod. Until next time, guys, peace. Peace.